Many people talk about the magical parts of becoming a parent, but so often we forget about or avoid talking about the very difficult or maybe embarrassing parts about being a parent for fear that we're abnormal or that we're a failure. Well, we want to create a podcast that highlights and celebrates those parts of parenthood because chances are you're not alone in what you've experienced. We want to talk about those challenges, funny and sad, good and not so great, and offer not necessarily a solution, but some guidance and hopefully comfort. Our main mission at The Natural Nipple is to empower new mothers and support them in their breastfeeding mission. And just because we said it's to empower mothers, don't tune out just yet, dads. You're a major part of this mission. Moms need you there to support them because it's not as easy as one might think. We want to help improve and optimize worldwide wellness by promoting awareness and helping to educate others on the importance of breastfeeding for global and economic health. Yes, it's not just a parent issue. This can have an impact on everyone. We want to discuss the social issues around breastfeeding, as well as provide you with the latest findings and research on the impacts of breastfeeding and parenting. We hope you'll follow us and tune in to the Natural Nipple podcast. You can follow us on Spotify and iTunes by searching The Natural Nipple and be ready for some great episodes. And if you'd like to find out more about us and our mission, you can visit us at thenaturalnipple.com where you can participate in our survey or donate. Well, let's just call me just Daniel. Awesome. Well, I am so excited to have you here today, Daniel. And um, the title of today's podcast is really the interactive storyteller for little listeners. And so Daniel Buhlhoff is a dad and a founder of StoryPod. So it's a screenless interactive audio play system that essentially edutains kids for hours. And so Daniel, if you will, just kind of Give us a little bit of, of background, I guess, how you discovered this problem that you were trying to solve and how StoryPod became a company. Um, okay, so first of all, uh, if my accent doesn't give me away, but I'm, I'm a German entrepreneur. Uh, I'm originally from Berlin uh, and I've been now living in the United States since 2015. Um, this is not my first rodeo. I've done a few different things over the past 15, 16 years in, in, in gaming and e-commerce and building other businesses. Um, and, you know, uh, how life uh, plays uh, in 2015, I became the proud father of my first daughter, Sarah. And, uh, you know, as they all say, you, you don't get it until you have kids. You, you just don't understand every, you know, you, you get it, but you don't. So... With that happening, I was living back in New York, already there, having a kid made me realize after a few months, I'm, I'm over New York, I, I want to change in, in my life, uh, and I moved down to Miami, which happens to now be this, this big tech boom, yeah. um, and, you know, things were, I want to say, going pretty well for, for me, for my little family, and living a good life in Miami, and then in 2017, end of 2017, I, I got sick with cancer, which, you know, you don't see coming. Um, uh, but I had one of the good ones that you could really treat well. And I got treated in 2018, basically stepped out of what I was doing. And that also started uh, a journey on figuring out uh, what am I doing with my life? Why am I building the companies I'm building? Why am I selling the products I'm selling? 
And so I began a journey of trying to figure out what do I really care for? And, you know, it sounds cliche, but of course my, my daughter, especially also during, during my, during my treatment, you know, was the, the thing that made me go like, Hey, I, I want to see this little girl grow up. I, I have to go through it. I have to make it. And, um, so I started looking into um, maybe things I can do that are more in this in this realm of kids. And in particular, you know, I've built addictive games and uh, I, I think I do understand a little bit how they work. And um, I, while I think they're pretty good, certain things, but I also see the dangers for kids. And I, you know, looked into pretty much the dangers of screens for, for young kids, young brains. And of course, because they see us all day on our on our mobile tablet or whatever, it's it's a natural natural addiction, natural interest, and we we all easily put them in front of the screen because it's like, hey, if I want to chill a minute, yeah, the, the, and you know, and, and I think most parents feel pretty bad about so. Oh, that was a story about turning off, um, and yeah, so I I started looking more and more in alternative form of entertainment, and then I actually remembered from my childhood coming out of Germany. We have this strong history on audio play and audio characters, pretty, you know, popular and known by, I want to say literally every German, we grow up with certain characters, like Americans might grow up with Mickey Mouse, we grow up with uh, Benjamin Blümchen or Bibi Blocksberg or something like that, or Robert Hudson plots, all German, German things. Um, and uh, so, and, and while I was sick, I, I realized I, I showed my old tapes that I didn't even have a tape deck. I needed to actually buy a tape deck, which wasn't that easy. And I basically, um, my daughter, when then was two and a half, I let her enjoy uh, old tape from my childhood, like really super, super old. And I realized, man, that of course, I mean, it's music, it's, it's something is happening, it's, it's exciting. Like, okay, that's, that seems to be gone in this world because we're all on the, on the phones. Um, and then I, I don't know, I did more research. I, I looked into audio in general and how audio is, stimulates creativity and how the attention span is different when, when it's audio. And, and so I started looking into more products in the, in the space. I looked into Teddy Ruxpin in, in America. I looked in, in a lot of stuff in audio. And yeah, long story short, then it took me quite some time to realize what I want to do after doing my synthesis. I, I thought, okay, so for America, I think this product needs to have also educational benefits. It should incorporate maybe books or um, learning elements like trivia, multiple choice, and it should be less plastic, less plastic action figurines or something like that. So I created these little, some people call them critters, we call them crafties, yeah, um, that activate stories and, and fables and, and fairy tales and songs on StoryPod. Oh, wow. That was a long answer to your question. Well, Daniel, I, first of all, I just want to say um, congratulations on your recovery. And it sounds like it really did stimulate this soul journey where you have created something incredible since 2019, I believe, is when you sort of started on this. And so it sounds like StoryPod is, like you said, an IoT-enabled children's platform. So you're bringing educational audio content to life. And I believe it's for right now children from birth to nine years of age. Is that correct? Yeah, you know, technically speaking, um, certification for products of that nature um, 
is is something I had to learn, <laughs> and uh, it, it is certified for ages three plus if a kid is to use it. Mm -hmm. um, but because we've built in white noise, uh, so you could technically already use it at earlier ages, but just don't give it to your kid. You, the parent, control it. Right. We also have a parent app, so the parent uh, can see what content is on the device is being played, how to turn it off in a sleep time mode. So, you know, the early ages, I think it is a, is a beautiful bedtime companion where, you know, at least, you know, I, I read to my daughter, I, I don't want to say every day, because sometimes if, if I'm not there, I don't, but I try to read to her every day. And she's never, ever okay once I'm done, right? There's one more, one more daddy, one yeah. more daddy. <laughs> well, what, what we've done is we've recorded also stories and my 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 parents her grandparents have recorded stories so that these stories can be played whenever she wants oh, um and so it's actually and especially now in covid it was like kind of like you know she she's in love with with, with my parents and, with, and she hasn't seen them because they're in germany uh no chance to come and so that creates a personal um element you know that my my father's read a fairy tale and she knows it's opa in german you know opa is reading reading the story so yeah there, so i think you can use it earlier age but technically it's certified three plus um and because it's content driven it's not a toy okay now when it, they're two or three it's perfect no it depends on the content you put on top uh, so we we have right now we're we're still very early we have like 20 crafty figurines we have a bunch of books we have done a few licensing deals. So there's going to be characters that I think most American parents will know coming to StoryPod, mm -hmm. um, hopefully on time by Christmas, knock on wood. Um, yeah. This is so exciting and so brilliant because I feel like going back to the problem, like many people are modeling sort of this distractible behavior in front of their children. Time is your most precious commodity, right? So if you're struggling bringing that balance into your own life, um, the easiest thing to do is, you know, hand your child a phone. And this really actually gives you tactile and interactive um, education that is fun. And I love, I love the idea of bringing like a hardware product and a tech product into a child's hand. And it actually gives you control over um, the engagement that they have with family. Like that part is brand new to me. And it's brilliant because there, you still want to have that influence, you know, even overseas in this time where you can't see the rest of your relatives. And that's something really special that you're able to provide. Um, you know, circling back to something you said, your story sounds similar. Did you ever read Indistractable by Nir Yal? I have to admit, no. And hopefully that doesn't make me uh, an, an idiot. So <laughs> Well, I enjoyed, I really enjoyed his book because he also developed some level of gamification that he was licensing to, I believe, like Google. And um, when he realized that the psychological mechanisms to keep people hooked on social media were actually detracting from his own life and his ability to focus, he wrote this book, Indistractable. And so it is really, it was stimulated by a moment that he had with his daughter where he was like, whoa, she's trying to draw with me and I can't even pay attention for like longer than a you know, a seven second span and yeah. that sparked an interest for him to, you know, 
figure out how to cultivate more of these special moments. And this also gives you continuity, right? So if you're creating a story that your daughter listens to, you have context on and you know how to like continue the conversation with her in real life afterwards. So do you have any, you know, real life stories like that after your daughter has listened to StoryPod and like just how it's like carried through and created more domino moments? Um, now yeah, I I want to say naturally, you know, especially when she hears a story for a first time. I mean, we've been now having I think the prototypes since she was still four. She turned five. My youngest is is only fifteen months. She knows actually how to hammer uh, the monkey on top of it, but <laughs> she rather enjoys uh, the the songs and rather put the device away from her. But my older one. I mean, it sparks a lot of questions. You know, she if there's characters in in an episode that she's never heard about it, or you know, animals, or you know, so it becomes like a, a breakfast uh, kind of like discussion, like you know, or even asking me on the wolf's teas how big they really are, <laughs> and how we could swallow the the grandmother, and we've had all kinds of questions of, of this nature, which. You know, of course, it may make me giggle, but they actually are pretty, pretty good questions and how, how the grandmother survived when she was already swallowed. <laughs> <laughs> and, and these kind of things that are really fantastic. But, you know, in addition, because we wanted to make this less of just a passive storytelling toy, because there is storytelling toys out there. But one of the things we, we try to, to uh, embark on, independent of the fact that we also have, have books for, for early readers, so we, we license uh, children's books and then you can scan the book and the book is being read to you so you have a visual component at the end of the book there are trivia questions so the device actually asks you for example who the main character in the book was or where he came from and what did he do and there's four buttons on the device so we have no microphone we don't listen into your home like no alexa google home anything like that um because a lot of people ask me oh why don't you build this on, on alexa like you know, I personally don't want no Alexa in my kids' room, to be honest. Um, uh, so it's 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 about safety first and foremost. And in the early ages, at age three, four, while they can speak, they're not speaking usually that properly. That they should steer the Alexa in any direction. So um, yeah, I mean those those going back to your question. I mean, literally, I don't know how many talks about uh, the stories she's listened to. You know, we we did put a lot of effort in creating this guy. Our company is actually called Crafty Fox. And Crafty Fox, uh, I think it took us six months dis discussing the character and what he's supposed to do. And, you know, the journey kind of like of Crafty Fox, he's an inventor. And the story, that underlying story is whatever he puts his mind to is he can basically summon the parts and build it. So, you know, kind of like, of course, it's influenced a little bit by the idea of, hey, an entrepreneur can build basically anything or an engineer or, or you know, we can all do whatever we set our mind to. Oh, now I started it. Sorry. <laughs> I put I put the crafty too close to the story button. Bam, it went off. Um, so, um, and, you know, that's another piece we've built in to create this kind of um, belief in a, in a young brain that, hey, you, you can basically do anything the sky is the limit not even the sky beyond the sky <laughs> um yeah so a lot of questions a lot of questions a lot of conversations um i i'm not saying this because i'm the founder of it my my daughter uses the product every day mm -hmm. but it's not like 
I don't play a role in it. I play a role in it. I make it part of, hey, if you're coloring um, or if you are bored um, and I don't have the moment because maybe I, I don't know, I'm trying to do dinner or to be honest, hey, my wife helps me out there a lot because I'm a terrible cook. But, um, you know, it, it's of course I, I help that she wants to use it. And but it's also, it doesn't, it's not, it's not, I don't have to force it on her, you know, like um, if, if she asked for TV Monday to Friday, we have detox, no TV, no screens, no nothing. That's just, that's part of our routine here. And I don't judge anybody for, for, for letting them watch because let's be honest, it's sometimes gives you a moment of peace. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and, and, and while, while we all try to be the best parents we can, it is sometimes tough working, doing everything and being the greatest father, mother, uh, caretaker. Um, for us, it's just like, you know, it gives an alternative. Um, and I'm very happy with our current reaction from, from the kids we've seen use it from my daughter. Uh, sorry, and again, long, long answer to your question. No, I love it. It's clear that you're so passionate about this. And like, you had the background from games that you've designed in the past. And why I think it's something beautiful and unique is because like you said, you know, this has been quite a hard year and a half for a lot of parents that ended up homeschooling and so struggling for ways to create enough space for yourself, but also con control and monitor the content that your children are digesting, I think is a huge pain point that you're really addressing with this interactive, like you said, solution. So you can truly learn from Crafty. And I love that. I didn't realize that he's an inventor and it's inspiring, you know? So, um, and it's challenging them to think and it's very cerebral because you can answer multiple choice on one of those four buttons. Um, this so is a very American concept. So I, I, cause I, I, I went to college here and I realized, man, you guys do a lot of multiple choice. So I'm thinking, okay, apparently Americans love multiple choice. So let's bake that into our concept. And, and actually, because it, it also, it, it is a lot easier for a kid to, to go through it. Uh, yeah. Then an open-ended question <laughs> to answer. Absolutely. But even like in your dialogue that you're having afterwards where it's stimulating conversation, that becomes open-ended um, for them to just get curious, you know, about the world around them. And this is a great developmental tool because I know like just to speak to children that were born into the pandemic, they're coming into a totally different world, like where, you know, our faces are augmented when you go outside and it's going to be different for them, you know, to see people without masks moving forward. And so you're, you're bringing in elements of the world for them to sort of visualize and something that you touched on as well in terms of how um, auditory stimulation affects brain development. I mean, this is amazing because you said you can incorporate white noise or if you wanted to Sebastian Bach, you know, which you see lights up the temporal lobe of, of the brain and you could really pepper in, you know, different types of music and base it on a child's needs in their developmental um, process. We, we, have, we have countless ideas, just not enough uh, power to execute them all, you know, we, we we oh, we're thinking about uh, early kids meditation, social emotional learning. Um, the the list of things is endless. What we think could be done, we have the first designs and concept for additional product that work hand in hand with the speaker. 
uh, and not just the speaker, but you know, how do you stimulate the interest in books and early reading and, and playing games and books? There, there are great concepts uh, already all very loose and we want to encompass that all into the StoryPod platform. Uh, so, you know, I don't really see this as a, as a hardware toy or it's at least right now it looks like it because that's where we started, but we of course have bigger ambitions and want to build this out into something that really goes across the ages, across the different interest levels um, for most children. Absolutely. And for the audience that's listening that maybe doesn't know a bit about my background, I failed to introduce at the beginning, but I'm the founder of The Natural Nipple. My background, I'm a nurse practitioner and in my PhD studying the microbiome of infants became really determined to help prevent fatalities from an imbalance of gut bacteria that um, can actually be solved by giving babies breast milk for longer. So the natural nipple addresses that number one pain point when you introduce standard bottles and the confusion occurs between breast and bottle. Um, but you know, growing up, you were talking about how your little girl is like, one more story, one more story. I was actually, I was homeschooled and I feel like my parents would have loved you for creating story pod because it was no tv until i was 12 years old i mean occasionally we could pop in a vhs tape and so um they were you know reading to me every night and so i feel like this would have been an incredible tool um i, I would love to utilize and still actually enjoy books being read to me. So I think we can surpass the age of nine and I would love to listen to this. In fact, I, um, I, I listened to read it to me, which is kind of like a Blinkist version. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And they transcribed the content. So I just think it's, it's incredible what you're doing. Your, your story and your journey is just inspiring. And so you've done a Kickstarter campaign and right. you launched. And so now what's the best place for parents to find your tool for edu? On our website, <laughs> uh, www.storypod.com. Uh, but like you, you mentioned like on Amazon, um, of course the world buys on Amazon. So we, we, we gotta be there. Um, and and so I'm really grateful because you actually created a promo code for all of our listeners today, which is NaturalNip20, and they'll actually get 20% off of your bundles in your starter kit. So we'll make sure we put that up in the blog and it'll be in the show notes and be sent out to our um, newsletter audience, which also consists of some investors too. So I was curious, you know, what are your... What are your plans for your next raise? Is that something that's on the horizon? Um, so usually we, we don't talk that open about our raising plans, but yes, a, a company, especially when it has momentum, is always looking for capital to, to hopefully grow uh, what we're doing currently. I mean, we I think we have locked in so many licensing deals that uh, it almost becomes hard to deliver them all. Um, at least if you know I want to deliver them tomorrow, um, so yes, we, we are doing another race. Um, we've raised some money so far. Um, let me also say one thing. It's way more impressive what you do <laughs> for so far, right? Cause we did, I didn't even acknowledge you were working on so, so much more than I'm working on. I feel like almost like, man, my, this is kind of like a huge little nice thing compared to what you're trying to solve. This is amazing. I wanted to mention that too. Um, 
yeah, sorry, I just <laughs> I didn't even have a chance to, to even comment on what you're doing because that's super impressive. Um, Thank and you. Brains and smarts. And <laughs> compared to that, I'm, I'm just a boring old dad <laughs> building some dreamy product. Um, no, I think it's, um, you know, important for different stages of life, right? So we're making sure you're getting the breast milk and like your brain is able to evolve the way you need to, but then you need to provide the content, right? Content, co constant simulation, constant simulation. I mean, kids never, I mean, they, they should sometimes maybe um, sh shut down and relax. And, and But overall, at least my, my daughter wants constant stimulus. Um, and this is like, this is something, like I said, I'm so happy it's on the market now. I don't have children of my own, but I, I would totally listen to StoryPod just for myself. And um, what do you what do you think your biggest hurdle has been to date, Daniel, in terms of becoming a founder of this company? And is there anything for our audience listening that you need right now? Like, are you looking for content experts? Are you looking for writers? Um, like, how can we support you in your amazing journey? So that's a very um, good question with potentially another long answer, but um, I want to say, you know, because I don't have the scientific background on the educational side, I would love to tailor our content a lot, lot more for the different uh, age groups, for different needs. And, and what I think we've, we've done, given our rather slim resources and also time, time that we had to develop all of this um quite quite a good job and congrats to my to my team that you know it's, i want to say has done miracles during especially during covid um against story photo um so you know we we would love to get deeper into 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 the content field not just you know of course we want even more partnerships and and so on but you know getting really really better and deeper in understanding at what age we should do what content exactly um but there's also a lot of different when we when we started we we realized there's a lot of different theories and different opinions on it so we went rather with i think our best best practice approach from our point of view from our journeys uh and, and doing a lot of interviews with with parents and asking them and, and what ages kids do what and what is important and when the abc's are one to three start and, and so on um, so, but that's definitely one area we, we I'd love to get much better. Yeah. Um, ultimately, a company that's as young as ours, and while well, we had a very decent Kickstarter, we you know we need people to to learn about us. And right now, it's it's kind of like an innovation. So people are like, hmm, what is that? A storyteller? Um, how does it work? What do all these little yarn figurines do? Oh, this one does fables. Mm, okay. Um, to, to explain to somebody that there's all this trivia content, you know, you need to almost show it. You, how do you explain all of that? So um, getting more distribution. Right now, we, we, we don't have big marketing budgets. We, we would love to market this um, a lot more aggressive because I, I mean, I, I can 100% stand behind the product and say, hey, it's going to be good for your kid. And your kid is not just going to throw in the corner like another toy. Um, and it is good for a long, long time because you know the content develops and, and you know the platform will be more and more attractive with more content. So yeah, funds, marketing, content, it's it's all of it. You know, we need it all. 
Uh, we need we need hell of a team. You know, we, we need more 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 people in the team. Um, Absolutely. So, like a content architecture, essentially, that's developmentally data driven, and. Yeah. Um, so for all of our, you know, listeners that do end up trying the product, the link, like we said, will be in the show notes for a 20% discount. They should tag you like, so we'll also put your social channels there and yeah, just tag if you're okay with, um, Daniel reposting the content of your children, enjoying the product, because I think that's the best way to share with other parents, something that you might find incredibly helpful for one, your child's development and edutainment, as well as getting a little bit of time back for yourself, which I, I just think it's incredible that you've you know, you've worked on creating something that helps you be indistractable. And that's very important, I think, for our next generation who is very tied to their cell phone. In fact, I, I have to say this short story before we hop off, but um, I was flying back to Canada where I'm living and the, the girl sitting next to me on the plane was maybe nine years old. And we were able to, you know, use the in-flight Wi-Fi on our, our cell phone. She, like, she didn't have a device, but I shared and we watched the crudes together, but she knew how to operate this better than I did. <laughs> like, I exactly. was incredibly amazed. And so that just goes to show how your, you know, your mind um, is, you're such a sponge, like, from two years old to four years old, especially. And so the potential even for languages and for learning meditation and for understanding what emotions are, I think. And like, I loved um, that Pixar film. Did you watch that where it like characterized sadness as the blueberry? And yeah, 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 yeah. I feel like content like that as well that, um, you know, really helps kids understand what emotions are and that they pass and can be so helpful for our next generation. You've really created this device that is enjoyable for use, but can be programmed for, you know, the, the possibilities are really infinite with the kind of good that you can deliver with StoryPod. So I'll just- I hope we'll get there. I hope we make it that big. We're already in English and Spanish. So for bilingual parents, you know, like, 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 like I am, um, it's it's also you know uh, to to be honest you know after a month listening straight to Crafty Fox, my daughter is asking for the next one, and then it takes some time until she wants to listen to Crafty Fox again. But you know what? In Spanish, she got another month that she liked listening to it because it's different stimulation. Um, we're down here in Miami, and my wife is Latina, so um, she she has to <laughs> learn all three languages actually, uh, which she's not always happy about <laughs> that I'm forcing the German. <laughs> the top language um yeah but you're right you know that's where we want to take this um i sincerely hope this is the the last venture i ever built in the sense of like i i, I can i believe i could work on this for a very long time if not the rest of my life and because uh, there's so many opportunities and so many so much potential Absolutely. Well, it's amazing. And I just appreciate, you know, you sharing your resource of time with me today. And I, I know it'll impact our audience. Thank you so much for generating that code natural NIP20 as well. And <laughs> is there anything else that you want to touch on before we have to hop off today? I have to thank you uh, for giving me the opportunity to talk about it. So chapeau, chapeau. Yeah. <laughs> thank you. Thanks to you. Absolutely. Um, 
always again. And if I ever start podcasting, I'm, I'm happy to interview you. That would be wonderful. I think it. Um, I think we have a lot of great, you know, cross collaboration opportunities. And you know, you got my mind thinking as well when you're like, you want data driven content architecture too. I'm like, hmm, how can we, how can we collaborate on that? So uh, of course, I'll cut this part um, at the for the podcast and the YouTube. But seriously, thank you so much, Daniel. And you know, I hope that by getting the word out at least to like i mean our instagram is about 12k followers but really where we see the most engagement is from the newsletter and so um i just i hope that this gets users involved and in tagging you and generating that content too because that's something that we're hoping to utilize for our own ads is like the stories that moms are starting to post about their beta testing which I mean, that performs well compared to cleaned, like edited looking ads, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's the same for us. We see um, real testimonials work the best, collaborations with other brands that are you know, also, I want to say feel good brands, they do the right thing. Uh, that works works pretty well. We've, we've done now our first few and the results are pretty good for us. Um, and I'm, I'm happy to um, communicate. I mean, our audience will also there's moms who have the second child or with the first child or, you know, looking for a solution. They're happy to, to, to do the favor in both directions, obviously. Yeah. Yeah. That sounds great. What I'll do is I'll have um, Caitlin follow up with some ideas for cross partnership moving forward. Cause I definitely don't want this to be like a one and done thing. Um, but I will go ahead and I'll share the link to this once it's processed and it's up in our blog so you can disseminate it as you wish. And um, yeah, we'll, we'll give you also like if, if we have the opportunity to be featured on a live or whatever platform you choose to use a discount code as well. So cool. thank I you. I need to look into Instagram deeper, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> <That's cool. laughs> well, you were in Miami, but where did you say you're, are you in Denver now? No, no, I'm in Miami. I'm yeah. still in the heat here. Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh my goodness. I was just there last week. I had no I had no idea that like when I met you, I was in Austin and I was flying to Miami. But um wow, it was crazy because the crypto conference was there and well, that's why you went, okay. No, um, I went for Memorial Day weekend because I'm actually from Tampa originally. Okay, okay, okay. And I miss I miss the sun. I live in Canada right now and I was like That's cool, no? It's still chilly. Yeah, it's like 50, wow. mid 50s today. And you're not allowed to go out, right? Like still like lockdown and it's, you know, because I, I have a Canadian uh, friend who, who runs um, uh, an e-commerce business. And he